The final passage reads, On that fated land, a great war shall transpire. Darkness will prevail, and light expire. This world is full of light. It's a world comprised of many smaller worlds, all connected, stretching as far as the eye can see. One great light protects us all. All worlds share one light, one fate. I take it you're talking about Kingdom Hearts. Yep. In ancient times, people believed that light was a gift from an unseen land. The name of Kingdom Hearts. But Kingdom Hearts was safeguarded by its counterpart, the Keyblade. Warriors vied for that precious light, thus beginning the Keyblade War. All of this was decided. You really think you can change the future? All of this was decided. The truth is what you see with your eyes, not what you feel. Sounds like your trip around the world opened your eyes, but you got a little bit more than you anticipated. Must have seen a lot of darkness. So you're saying the weak feel the need to justify their actions to maintain a sense of self. You can't let that slide. I suppose letting false light dictate the future might be a pretty lousy move. So, you can make a change. You have that power. What do you want for the world? You believe the world needs you. Sounds like you already know where you're headed. If you truly possess great power, the darkness can't control you. All of this was decided. You really think you can change the future? All of this was decided. The truth is what you see with your eyes, not what you feel. All of this was decided. Why not just sit back and watch it play out? All of this was decided. May your heart be your guiding key. Who are you really? Some kind of fortune teller. Well, I could lie tell you that's what I am when I'm actually a brilliant artist, even a scholar. I could tell you that I dream of world peace when I'm actually planning for its destruction. The truth is what you see with your eyes, not what you hear. All of this was decided. You really think you can change the future? All of this was decided. The truth is what you see with your eyes, not what you hear. All of this was decided. Why not just sit back and watch it play out? All of this was decided. May your heart be a guiding key. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Landy Lodge. 
where today we're talking about what is, in my opinion, one of the most exciting discussions you could have about the state of Kingdom Hearts right now. Many have started to draw some of the connections between Kyrie and Ava, so I thought we would just talk about that here today, try to draw a little bit more of those together. But first, we gotta thank the people who make it all possible, the amazing, the beautiful, the sages of the Lodge, the amazing names you see right here up on your screen. Just making sure my volume is good. Anyway, if you want to be a Sage of the Lodge, there are links in the episode description. You can become a YouTube channel member. But like I always say, all I ask is that you're here to hang out. So, without further ado, I think it's time that we get into this. But first, let's give a shout out to some of the early birds we have in the chat. Let's see, we got Ultimate and Beast. We've got Mar Creation Studios. We've got Grey Goose Gummy Bears, Sage of the Lodge. We got Max, the dude. Maria, Game Changer, lots of sages here today, baby. We got Kid Q, here comes Kevin, G, Mary, Scary, and Grey Goose Gummy Bag, gifted, gifted sub on YouTube. That might be our first gifted sub on the platform, dude. Amazing, amazing. Grey Goose, thank you so much for that. We've got Cheesecake, we've got Aurelis. Oh, and it went to Maria. It couldn't have gone to anybody better. Oh, baby, look at this. Jordan's here, Aurelis, and Vandalia. Oh, man. All right, so we have... Man, we got so much to talk about. You know, I, I want to get into talking about the whole Kyrie, Ava, and the grandma thing. Because obviously that's probably the most important point that can be discussed. But there are a few things I want to talk about first. Maybe before we get into all of that, we could discuss some of the more visual cues that are being shown off, and allow me to just pull some of those up. Okay, that's the first thing I would like to discuss. I'd like to look at some of the visual cues that are coming up between both the characters. Um, there's not a bunch of visual cues and similarities, but there's certainly enough to go around that are worth discussing. Uh, I anticipate today's episode might be a little bit shorter than usual. Um, but I've been wrong about that before. There are times I'm like, hey guys, I think it's going to be a short one. And then we go on for two, two and a half hours. So anyway, let's talk about these two. Let's first talk about their Keyblades and some of the motifs that the two Keyblades share. So right off the bat, we can see that Ava, her Keyblade, has obviously the Vulpus of her union. But there's a lot of water motif going on here. You know, it looks like the Keyblade is wrapped in waves you could make the argument that this maybe could be wind, but to me it seems more like water, much more than it would be wind. So to me, I'm seeing a lot of the water sort of motifs going on in the Keyblade, which obviously that lines up with Kyrie's namesake. Her name does translate to water. And if we look at her Keyblade, obviously we see a similar pattern. Right here you see a wave pattern right around the handle that matches the same sort of look that we see throughout Kyrie's Keyblade. I mean, Ava's Keyblade. Additionally, the other thing I wanted to bring up is it's a little harder to see, but Ava's handle's in the shape of a heart. Much like Kyrie's, only it looks like... Uh, oh no, they're both right. They're both facing the same direction. So their handles both shape a heart too, which is not a given for Keyblades. The Kingdom Key is not a heart. Riku's Keyblade is not a heart. You see it with more than just Ava and Kyrie, but it is a similarity between the two that's worth bringing up. Give me just one second. Take a sip for the Princess of Light. 
Princess of Heart, excuse me. Now I gotta take two sips. But yeah, and you know, I've seen some people bring up the fact that we don't know what Ava's eyes are yet, that we can't see Ava's eyes. For all we know, they could be blue, her hair could be red. There's a lot of that that's worth speculating too. Because obviously, obviously, bloodlines are going to be a huge thing in the future of Kingdom Hearts. They've made it very clear that bloodlines are going to be something worth talking about. Whether you're looking at Brain to Ericus or Ephemer to Xehanort, we're going to see that populate, we're going to see that propagate with probably the Foretellers too, not just the Dandelions. Lands of Masters is here, another Sage of the Lodge, what is going on? And again, outside of just their Keyblade, I know Kyrie actually has more flower going on in her Keyblade than water. But of course, flowers and water do go together. Now, some other similarities you see, it's not the same shade of pink, right? Ava's shade of pink is a little bit less saturated, while Kyrie's shade of pink is a little bit more saturated. But if we take a look, if you guys could look at sort of Ava's cape, the sort of flap that comes down on the uh, on the robe, it is the same pink, if not close, to the pink on Kyrie's dress. Which again, I find very interesting. Josh is here too. Josh, what's going on, man? What is going on? Now, you know, I see that... Um, who do we got here? Vandalia is asking about the personality. We'll get into that with their temperament. Right now, I really just want to kind of touch on the visual cues between the two, because I think there are a lot of visual cues worth bringing up. Um, again, just to recap, we have the water motif on both of their keyblades. We have the heart as a handle on both of their keyblades. And again, we're seeing different shades of pink. But again, if we look at the backside of Ava's robe, it does match the pink on Kyrie's dress. So again, right there, you see some visual cues. Not enough to really conclude anything. But again, we have to remember bloodlines are a thing and I'm willing to bet and I'm sure a lot of people are willing to make the case that Ava and Kyrie are going to be from the same bloodline. We'll get into that a little bit more, but I want to switch us over. Whoop, let me grab my tea. I want to switch us over to some more visual cues that go just beyond what they're wearing. Okay. Let's move on to Exhibit B. Now, admittedly, this could be a bit of a stretch. Did we talk about the symbol on her key yet? Okay, hold on. Bring it back. Well, we have the Pow Pow Fruit for Kyrie, and we have the Master's Eye for Ava. Although, let's zoom in a little. That could be a flower. Maybe. I don't know, Lens. Let me let me know what you're uh what you're thinking on that. Let me know where your mind is going there. Alright. Let's move on to this. So, this could be a bit of a stretch. I admit it. But Ava always sits the same way. When she's sitting down proper, not like on the floor or anything, but when she's sitting down. She always holds her hands on her lap. Now, I have looked. I did a lot of looking for Kyrie. Kyrie, strangely enough, 
does not sit down a lot. Sometimes she's sitting on the floor. Sometimes she gets knocked down. But when it comes to sitting on like a ledge or sitting on a chair, Kyrie very rarely sits down. But if we take a look at the way both of these characters sit, they both seem to have this habit of putting their hands on their lap. Now again, inconclusive, not anything to write home about, but again, it adds to the visual cues between the two characters. Mark Creation says, watch the Kingdom Hearts 1 cutscene, she sits in the exact same way. Yeah, I think I recall when I was looking through them, when the two, when Sora and Kyrie are sitting on the ledge of the deck, they kind of have a similar, she's kind of sitting in a similar fashion. These were sort of the best examples I could pull up, those scenes from Kingdom Hearts 3. But yeah, Jashi says, on the tip, there's the same heart shape on both. Okay, we'll, we'll go back to Exhibit A. We'll go back to Exhibit A in a bit. I mean, her grandma. Oh, the way the grandma sits in Kingdom Hearts 1. Interesting. Okay, I may have to pull that up separately, but let's keep this rolling. But yeah, on the tree too. Yeah, that that's what I was seeing. So, again, when we're looking at visual cues, we see them sitting in a similar fashion. Keyblades have to overlap. The way they, um, the, the colors and the color schemes, similar fashion. Now, let's move on to Exhibit C. So, looking at Kyrie's hood, she's got ears in much the same way Ava does, but Ava's ears resemble that of a fox, while Kyrie's ears resemble that of a Chirithi. Now, initially, I thought maybe that was a bit of a disqualifier, but when we consider that Chirithis only ever really existed in Ava's time period, it begs the question further, you know? And keep in mind, even though Kyrie never puts the hood on in Kingdom Hearts 3, you can see the ears on the hood. So again, just adding to the visual cues between the two characters, we see that both of them have ears on their hood. Not the same ears. Again, Ava's resemble that of a fox. Kyrie's resemble that of a Chirithi. So they're not really the same, but it's another visual overlap. Not anything that we can ignore. Now, let's see. I wanted to bring the grandma into this. I will say, the grandma doesn't have nearly as much going on. Excuse me. She's wearing more of a purple, while the other two are wearing more of a pink. But again, look at the hands. Look at the hands. She's not sitting, but you have this similar of like holding the hands in the lap. Right? Now again, maybe you guys could see something I don't see. Again, I could see that the bottom of Ava's robe and dress is white, much the same way we see here on the grandma. But there's not a whole lot here for me to point out. I don't see too much visual overlap. I wanted to bring her into it, but not seeing a whole lot of overlap quite yet. Now, why do I talk visual cues? 
Why am I bringing up visual cues? Because here's another one that I can't seem to ignore. You guys tell me, does that look like an accident to you? Does that look like an accident? I'm not sure it does. Now look, Gula, probably my least favorite foreteller. But when we consider bloodlines, maybe Gula and Sora are connected. And again, we see throughout back cover that Gula and Ava are drawn to each other and really like Ava's the only one Gula can trust. Ava's willing to give up her life to defend Gula. There's a similar dynamic between the two with Sora and Kairi. So again, again, visual cues, bloodlines, keep your eyes open. Because I think the foretellers are going to be connected to our, to the modern age in more ways than one. Again, this isn't anything conclusive. This could just be them reusing a pose. You know what I'm saying? This isn't, again, inconclusive. But again, when we talk visual cues, we have to consider it. Alrighty. Let's see how the chat's doing. It says, don't do this to me, Landy. Bruh, holy crap, they're doing the same pose. Never seen that. I think Kyrie's grandma's from Scala. You know, I was one of the people who thought she might be Vord from Dark Road. But, uh, that didn't work. That didn't work out. Is that what we're doing now, Landy? We are connecting Gula and Sora? Oh, good lord. I don't know. Look, again, this in this segment of the episode, I'm just talking... The visual cues. We see it with these two's keyblades. We see it with the way the two of them sit. We see it with having hoods on the ears. Again, just wanted to rope in grandma here. And then we see this. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. But again, maybe we can come back to this later. I do see one of you just sent me a photo on Twitter. Oh, perfect. Yeah, let me pull this up. Look at the way. Beautiful. Mark Creation Studios. Shout out to you. Look at the way the grandma's sitting. Here, let me set this up so I can flash back and forth. Boom. Okay. Look at the way the grandma's sitting. It's right there. Could be coincidence. Could just be reusing code, assets, whatever it's got to be. But I don't know. It seems a little too... How do you put it? Coincidental? I'll flash back again. And again, thank you, Mark Creation, shooting this over to us. Hope I sound all right to you guys, by the way. Been a little under the weather this weekend. Allergies are flaring up because it's starting to turn to summer around where I am. But I think I'm doing okay. I think I'm doing okay. Let's see. So yeah, I think we could wrap up visual cues for now. We could always come back to it after the one hour part because I do have a lot that I want to get to today. 
again, we again we can always come back to it. Let me get everything back set up here. You sound great to me. Okay, happy to hear it. Yeah, you know I could be I, I'm my own toughest critic with that kind of stuff. So I always just want to make sure. Gregu says, since we know Ava's role, do you think scientist Xehanort knew about the dandelions and given Kyrie's connected to Ava, sent Kyrie to different worlds to find someone who could bring them back? I think, okay, maybe. Because I think a lot of Xehanort's obsession makes sense to me if Subject X is Scold, because Scold looks like his mom would be connected to his mom and would make him wanna connect back to Daybreak Town. And if we couple it along with that, then maybe. Then maybe. Anyway, here's a scene. We're gonna watch uh, Ava get her role from the master. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm bouncing around here. Let's listen to the grandma tell the story and then I wanna draw some connections. Dude, did you see the FF Type 0 connections between the clock face being the same and the foretellers paralleling the characters? No, but my man Jashish could talk all about that. I think I'm going to have to play Type 0. Like a good 45 seconds. Ooh, boy. We'll fix it. Alrighty. Here we go. Namura trying to stop him from revealing the truth. It's true. It's true. They coming for me. Hashtag cancel the lodge, burn the lodge. It's coming. Here we go. Let's refresh ourselves on the story, and then I have some interesting stuff I want us to watch. For me? I picked you some flowers. Thank you for saving me. How's the volume, guys? Oh, they're lovely. You're so sweet. My name's Kyrie. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. I'm Aqua. Kyrie, about that light. Kyrie! Oh. oh, Grandma! Wait, Kyrie, just a minute. <sighs> I'm gonna skip past that. You as important as that is, let's just get to here. Hi. Hey, Grandma? Hmm? What is it? Could you tell me that story? <laughs> Again, dear? Please. <laughs> Very well, then. I want to pause it for one minute. This was, we didn't get to see this in the picture, but if we look at the bottom of the grandma's dress, it starts to fade into that pink that Ava wears. Just a little something to point out. <laughs> Long ago, people lived in peace, bathed in the warmth of light. Everyone loved the light. Then, people began to fight over it. They wanted to keep it for themselves, and darkness was born in their hearts. The darkness spread, swallowing the light in many people's hearts. It covered everything, and the world disappeared. But, small fragments of light survived in the hearts of children. <laughs> With these fragments of light, children rebuilt the lost world. It's the world we live in now. But the true light sleeps deep within the darkness. That's why the worlds are still scattered, divided from each other. 
But someday, a door to the innermost darkness will open, and the true light will return. So listen, child. Even in the deepest darkness, there will always be a light to guide you. Believe in the light, and the darkness will never defeat you. Here we go. Your heart will shine with its power. Push the darkness away. Okay, get ready. I drew some scenes together in a few of these clips. I brought some scenes together. Take note. Master is going to give Ava her role. Then pay attention to how it overlaps with the grandmother's story. And then pay attention to how it played into Kingdom Hearts 3. Get ready. Written in the last page of the book is going to happen. The entire world will be lost to darkness. But Master, isn't there anything we can do? Well, that's what brings me to your role. You might just be the only hope of keeping light from expiring. Hope? Master, what is it that you need me to do? Oh. Don't get involved in any battles. Forget the notion of unions. Find Keyblade wielders with potential and create an entirely separate organization. Then, like the seeds of a dandelion, let them fly to another world. They will keep the light alive. But small fragments of light survived in the hearts of children. With these fragments of light, children rebuilt the lost world. It's the world we live in now. But the true light sleeps deep within the darkness. That's why the worlds are still scattered, divided from each other. But someday, a door to the innermost darkness will open, and the true light will return. So listen, child. Here we go. Even in the deepest darkness, there will always be a light to guide you. Believe in the light. And the darkness will never defeat you. Believe. Your heart will shine with its power. Here we go. And push the darkness away. Sora. Kairi! Oh, I found you! <laughs> You see? I had no doubts that you'd pull through. The light in the darkness. It was you. You're the one who kept me from fading away. All I did was believe that you wouldn't. Believe in the light. And the darkness will never defeat you. All I did was believe that you wouldn't. So. You can see how those three things string together, right? And maybe this is, with them being connected, could play into what the master meant when he says, Ava, you're the only person for this. Then Ava passes that story on to Kairi, so Kairi understands 
how that power of belief with the heart works. Very interesting, I found, when you string the three of those together. Oh, what else was I going to say? Excuse me. Anyway. So again, we also have to ask ourselves, how does Kyrie's grandma know this, right? Because at the end of the day, what Kyrie's grandma talks about, it's not like it's common knowledge. It's not like Scrooge McDuck is saying this. It's not like Yen Sid is reciting this. It's not like the fairy godmother is reciting this. It's not like King Mickey is reciting this. She's the only one who recites this tale. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. But she's the only one who recites this tale. Now again, keep in mind that one line that the world is rebuilt in the hearts of children. Now maybe it's because I'm an old man, but Sora and Kyrie to me are still children. And Kyrie holding on to Sora and that power of belief, in a sense, rebuilt the world again. It is a Keyblade War. Cheesecake says, maybe the story passed with the bloodline. Yes. 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 Arella says, that's true. The grandma is the only one. Yeah, I cannot recall anybody else reciting the story. Why is this random woman living in Radiant Garden? Why does she possess this knowledge? Now, I've got another few scenes that I strung together. Let me just refresh myself here. It starts with Envy and Ava. Mm -hmm. Back to the grandma. Right, okay. Just as I thought. I know we're listening to this scene a lot, but this is really the crux of what connects the two. So you'll have to forgive me. Let me unmute this. So now the question becomes, how does Ava know this, right? How does Ava know this story? Part in the way that she lived through it, but where does she get that line that everyone loved the light, but people wanted the light for themselves? Just to paint into this further, pay close attention to this conversation between Envy and Ava. But that isn't the balance we were expected to keep. If everyone's collecting light solely for themselves, Keyblade wielders will soon turn against one another, which will lead to the Keyblade War. And what's written in the book, all of it will happen. Light will expire. Envy, what are you going to do? I'll gather Lux, too. No matter what, the balance must be kept. Ava, you do the same. We must delay the inevitable. Right. So, keep in mind what Envy said there. Everyone's collecting light solely for themselves, it'll lead to the Keyblade War, and she's saying, I'm gonna collect Lux too. Let's move this up. Right here, listen to this part of the story. Love the light. Here, actually, let me dial that back a bit. Warmth of light. Everyone loved the light. Then, people began to fight over it. They wanted to keep it for themselves darkness was born in their hearts. So, 
Now we see how that part of the story strings in too. So we have the first hand where we see Envy sort of explain that this is what's going on, explains it to Ava, kind of strings the whole thing together. That's going to lead to the Keyblade War. And then even she reaches the conclusion of, I've got to do this myself. I have to collect light for my union and myself too. And then we see the grandmother recite that, that part of the story like she knows it. And again, when we consider she's the only one who recites this story, it's almost as if she was there for it. Now let me skip to this part, which we covered in the last one. But small fragments of light survived in the hearts of children. With these fragments of light, children rebuilt the lost world. It's the world we live in now. But the true light sleeps deep within the darkness. Okay, now this is a line that nobody talks about, including myself. I may have brought it up once in a video I made like three years ago. But the true light sleeps deep within the darkness. Could this be what the master refers to when he says false light? That the children who rebuilt the world with the light in their hearts, that it's not the true light? That it's sort of like a band-aid fix? We've got a $5 super chat. We've got a $5 super chat. From Sage of the Lodge, Josh, who says, I just had a revolution about the series. Eventually, the worlds will come together again, and that will be our first open world Kingdom Hearts game? Kingdom Hearts 5, maybe? Well. Hear me out. Kingdom Hearts 5 is probably too soon for that to happen, but it would be cool if at the end of the Lost Masters arc, they do achieve that, and instead of the game being open world, after you beat the game and bring all the worlds back together, then you can, in the post-game, you could explore them in that way. I think that would be cool. A little off topic, but still cool. Some random grandma knows this, but powerful dark witch doesn't? Yeah, same, with Maleficent. Corey Coleman says, I simply think the information of the war is hidden in Hollow Bastion, and that is why Darkness and the Master didn't want Maleficent to find it, and that is how the grandma knows. Yeah, but then yeah, but then you'd also have to ask, why doesn't Anson the Wise recite this story? You know what I mean? But yeah. So, let me see. The two of those brought up. Okay. Let's just throw Kyrie on in the background while we discuss this. So, just to recap everything, we've drawn together a lot of the visual cues between the characters. In fact, while we recap, before we move forward, because we're already almost 40 minutes in, which is kind of nuts, um, let's pull those cues up. Oops, wrong one. There we go. So, we have our visual cues. The fact that they sit this way. And again, let's pull this one up too. We have the visual cues between the characters, them sitting in similar fashions, especially when we compare it to the grandma in Kingdom Hearts 1, sitting in the same way. Then we have the motifs of the Keyblade. Water, water, heart handle, heart handle. 
Then we've got the ears on the hoodie. And then here's grandma. And then we add this further sort of um, suggesting that there's going to be a connection between the foretellers and the modern characters, especially when we consider bloodlines. Then moving us to this scene here, as we see, Master gives Ava her role, says it's her job to keep the light safe, see, like the seeds of a dandelion, let him fly off to another world. Then we see the grandma talk about small fragments of light survived. Children rebuilt the lost world. And then most importantly, and I guess I'll just play this part again. Just to reiterate. Believe in the light. And the darkness will never defeat you. Your heart will shine with its power and push the darkness away. Then we move that to here. The light in the darkness. It was you. You're the one who kept me from fading away. All I did was believe that you wouldn't. Believe in the light. And the darkness will never defeat you. All I did was believe that you wouldn't. So there we go. Oh, did I almost did I your mic died. Oof. Again? Which one? Let me see. Wasn't here, was it? Maybe it just maybe it just uh bounced out for a second. Yeah, I think we're good. I think we're good. Alright, let's see what the chat is up to. Okay, Maria says, do y'all remember the theory that the foretellers reincarnated into the Wayfinder trio? Riku and Kairi? Yeah, you know, it's funny, right? Because back then, that whole reincarnation theory did seem a little far-fetched. And even though we can pretty much conclude that it's not true now, it's funny how bloodlines are a thing, you know? So it's like reincarnation didn't happen, but bloodlines did. So... Whoever initially came up with that theory was circling the drain. I think the ears on Kyrie's hoodie look more like cheer at the ears. They are cheer at the ears. Yeah. There's definitely a difference between the two ears. Make no mistake. Ava's ears are that of a fox. Uh, the ears on Kyrie's hood are that of a cheer at the. But Sora is not a part of the bloodline. Yeah, you know, I'd be willing to make that bet. But the truth is we don't know. We really don't know. All we have is Xehanort calling him a dull, ordinary boy. But as we know, Xehanort wasn't right about everything. And Terranor conducting research of reincarnate Ava as Kairi. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it's reincarnation. I think it's a bloodline. And again, even if, even if Kairi's grandma isn't Ava herself, it's very possible she's from Ava's bloodline. We have to consider that too. Nomura said he is not special. If you could, if you could source that for me, Orion, if you could find the source of when he said that, I'd love to pull it up. I would love to pull that up so we could squash any speculation.
If Sora isn't part of a bloodline, that would make him just more badass like Wind Waker Link. Honestly, I think it could go either way with Sora. I really think it can go either way. But at the end of the day, there is something special about him. Doesn't have to be a bloodline, so to speak. But there is something special about him. It died again. Are you sure? Because, yeah, OBS says my mic's coming through. How's that sound for everybody else? Here, I'm actually going to hear myself on my phone. Oh, uh, no, I think I'm okay. I think we're okay. I have heard you this whole time, says Trousers. Okay, I hear you. Okay. Okay, just making sure, guys. Just making sure. You know that I believe in you is a callback to Riku and the thing he said to Sora before his sacrifice when translated cor correctly. I believe in you, Sora. You won't give up. Yeah, that's the, um, that's the Japanese, direct Japanese translation between the two. Which, I want to do a video on that too. By the way, there's a lot of... The, the localization did a good job, but there are some lines that with the Japanese context kind of change the way things... kind of change how things are, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, sometimes on my end it has sound issues. Okay. Yeah, we're just making sure. If Sora doesn't have a bloodline, I think that's more what, what the fuck about him being the whole virus thing. Yeah, because again, there's clearly something very special about Sora. So I'm willing to bet there's something about him. Doesn't have to be a bloodline. Um, let's see. There was something else I wanted to bring up. So yeah. Something else. Something else. Connecting Ava and Kairi. There also seemed to be a special connection between Ava and... And Ephemer, and as we know, it appears as though Ephemer is going to be... Well, we don't know, right? Because Ephemer is Xehanort's bloodline. We don't know if it's Riku's. But we know Ephemer appeared in the Keyblade graveyard. And check this out. I always found this interesting. Something Ava says towards the end. Check this out. If the worst happens, I'll be glad to leave the future to the kids who see the world in the way that you do. Which makes me think, oh, go to the last question. We got it. One second. One second. This should be interesting. Let me pull this up. Okay. All the way down. Perfect. I'm glad you found this. All right, guys, let's squash any ideas this would uh, give us. Let me zoom in so everybody can see. Let me read this out. Nomura says, yes, one of the concepts behind the Kingdom Hearts series is that the main character, Sora, is not special. He's just a normal boy. Yes, he does have connections with Ventus' heart, among others, but he hasn't inherited anything from them. Which squashes the idea that the reason he can wield a Keyblade is because of Ventus. He's just a normal boy you could find anywhere. I wanted to make Sora a character that the player could take unto themselves, and I feel that you don't have to be special. 
but connect to many people and you will realize your secret potential. So it's the idea that what's special about Sora is actually laying dormant within all of us. Interesting. But you see, to me, that actually makes me think that he might be able to be the be uh, part of the player. But again, very interesting. Let's uh, let's go back to the exhibits. Boom. Pull these back up. All right, let me get the chat back up here, see what you guys are saying. But then how do you explain when Sora sees Ephemer? Um... That's got to be Ava, right? With the dandelions. Because that's what she says. Um, I'd be happy to leave the future to children who see the world the way you do. And then she says, my dandelions. They helped keep the light safe. When they had a second chance against the organization, they're the ones who pulled through the light of the past. Okay. Let's see. Patari, good to see you, man. Glad you're here. This doesn't ruin the Ava theory, though. No, not at all. Not at all. But again, I think when it comes to drawing the connections, I don't think I'm leaving anything out. I think I've kind of pointed together everything that I could. So I'll leave this to the chat. If you guys can pick up on anything that I missed... Or if anything that I brought up inspires any ideas. So that is a good point. So here, that's worth bringing up then. Then, based on Namura's interview, this is a coincidence. Based on Namura's interview, this would be simply a coincidence. Have you heard of the Ava is nominee theory? Yes! I'm glad you brought that up. Maybe I don't know it in the way you do, but here's my understanding of it. It's very possible that Ava could be seeking refuge in Kyrie's heart or could be connected to Kyrie in some way, hence this podcast. But if it turns out that Ava's hair is blonde, then maybe that could explain why Namine has blonde hair being Kyrie's nobody. Right? Because that's a peculiar thing. Ava means grandmother in Latin. You forgot that. That is a great point. That is a great point. Let's uh, let's just confirm. Okay. Let's just confirm. Okay. I don't know if it's Latin. Okay. Because this is something I see brought up a lot. Grandmother in Latin is Avia. One second. Let's try grandma. Yeah, it's Avia. 
Because Ava is short for avaricia, which is the Latin word for avarice, which means greed, which brings me to the, what I wanted to bring up. Okay. This was something I wanted to bring up that I completely forgot about. So I'm glad you brought this up. Let's switch back. I got something I want to pull up. I got something I want us to watch. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. But there's a scene I want to bring up. Now, this might get the video demonetized, so whatever. Don't really care. We're going to talk about it. Let's pull this up. So again... Uh, all the foretellers are named after the seven deadly sins in Latin. Translation. Sed is short for Asedia. Ava short for Avaricia. Ava is greed. Okay? Now, that often confuses people because they're like, she's so benevolent. How could she be connected to greed? So let's do it like this. Let's do it like this. Pay attention to this scene from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood which is an amazing anime I, I recommend everybody watch. Check this out. Oh, man. She's a peach. Sounds like she wants everything. My kind of girl. That kind of wanting is dangerous. It's not how reality works. Take a look. This is what I got for wanting something unrealistic. I disagree. You want to bring back someone that you've lost. You might want money. Maybe you want women. Or you might want to protect the world. These are all common things people want. Things that their hearts desire. Greed may not be good, but it's not so bad either. You humans think greed is just for money and power, but everyone wants something they don't have. I was muted. I caught it. I was muted. I caught it. So why do I bring that up? Because I actually think in as benevolent a way as possible, Ava is quite greedy. Not in a bad way. She doesn't want money and power. But like he brings up in that clip, he does want to protect the world. A single person wanting to do a task that overwhelming is a symptom of greed. And we see that greed get the best of her. That's why she attacks Lushu. Right? That's why she attacks Lushu. She's in a sense overcome with that. She has this desire to want to protect. She has this desire to want to prevent the Keyblade War. To the point... Again, you could see it all throughout back cover. I do a whole video on it. Ava is greed. You guys would really like it if you haven't seen it already. But let's, uh, let's talk about Kairi then. If Ava is, and again, I think the foretellers, they both um, show symptoms of their sin, but also their virtue. The virtue of greed is charity, which is like its opposite. So Ava shows both charity and greed. Go, and again, like you just said right there, going against orders. Exactly. Going against the master's orders, which was selfish. Was it the right thing to do? Probably. Right the day's end? Probably. But, still greedy. 
Let's talk about Kyrie. So let's talk about Kyrie for a minute. Let's just pull her. Uh, let's, uh, it's right here. Her and Axel's great. Not really talking about the scene per se, but one thing that always gets Kyrie in trouble, she's a little greedy, right? That desire, and again, it's not exclusive to her, but the desire to leave Destiny Islands and go on that adventure and see other worlds. Not to mention, Kyrie's biggest flaw is that she's reckless. She wants to help so bad. She wants to help so bad that it's constantly getting her in trouble. It's constantly getting her captured. In Kingdom Hearts 2, she could have stayed on Destiny Islands the whole time, but she didn't. But she didn't. She wanted to get involved, and her getting involved got her captured. Kingdom Hearts 3, sort of a similar idea. She wanted to get into the fight, ended up getting her captured. Again, it's not totally black and white. There's not a whole lot of it there. But if we talk about where Kyrie as a character is flawed, it is in her recklessness. It is in her desire to help. That greedy desire of wanting to help before you're ready and equipped to has gotten Kyrie into trouble many times. Let's scoot on over to Melody of Memory. Let's scoot on over here. Hold on. We got a $10 super chat. We got a $10 super chat. Game Changer says, yo, Lanny, I got to get going. Got to get dressed for work. Working five to nine. And it takes 15 minutes to get there. Take $10 tip for your troubles. Dude, these ain't my troubles. These ain't my troubles. This is my joy. But thank you. Thank you, my man. I do appreciate that. Much love to you. Major shout out to Game Changer. Thank you for that super chat, brother. Thank you so much. Kevin says she acts on what she wants rather than what may be best for everyone. Yes, and now watch her first instinct in this scene. What is her first instinct? I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. I want to go. Kyrie, that's not... <sighs> Rico really trying to lay it on soft. Kyrie, not a good idea. I know you want to come and you want to help, but every time you come to help prematurely, you keep getting captured. <sighs> yeah, I know. I want to go with you, but I know that I can't. I need to finish training. Growth. I need to become stronger. Growth! And when I do, I'll be right there next to you and Sora. Understanding that she's not ready shows how much she has grown between Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2. So maybe she's starting to overcome that. Cora Coleman says, Kai was actually worried about leaving the islands, or rather she didn't want Riku and Sora to leave without her. Yeah, the, none of them wanted to be separated from one another. But it is funny that she was like, Sora, let's you and I take the raft and go. Might be greedy to want some moments alone with her little man, Sora. But uh, yeah, let me mute this and we'll keep that rolling. 
She's going to be strong in Kingdom Hearts 4. Hey, look, Kyrie's already strong. She's already strong, but going to Quadratum is this, like, unknown, like, terrain. And it, it canonically and logically, it makes sense, right? Like, they didn't want to let Sora go to the Realm of Darkness until he was a Keyblade Master. Riku is a Keyblade Master, so everyone's pretty much on board with letting him go into that unknown terrain. But until Kyrie is a master, she really shouldn't be having those pursuits just yet. Riku was the one who gave her the Keyblade to fight. He isn't tired of her. He believes in her. Just needs time. Yeah, she just needs time. She needs to be trained. You know, get some formal training under her belt. And again, I'm not sure she makes her comeback in Kingdom Hearts 4. Right? But all in due time. Kevin Ribeiro says, fun fact, in the manga, Kairi is a little full of herself, thinking she can do things, because in the manga, she was the one who beat Zigbar. Interesting. You know, I've read the Days manga. I haven't read any of the other Kingdom Hearts mangas. Okay. How did Riku even have another Keyblade? Nomura says he's going to explain that. Nomura says he's going to explain that. I hope he does. Okay. Let's get back to it. What's the chat up to here? Corey Coleman nailed it. Kyrie cannot use the power of waking, so she cannot get back on her own. She had to stay. Perfect. I honestly wish that was included in the dialogue. Because it's true. Why are they going to send her to that unknown terrain if she doesn't have a way of getting back home? Perfect. Perfect. Riku's Keyblade is literally a car key. Yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of Riku's new Keyblade. I'm really not. Maybe I'll feel a little better about it. Right? Maybe I'll feel a little better about it. Maybe when it has some cool transformations. But we'll see. And Union Cross Darkness also states only masters can change realities. Yeah, look. She's going to become a Keyblade Master. Make no mistake. Which is funny, she'll be a master before Sora. When she does go to Quadratum, would she and Riku be in a dream, Quadratum, as you can see the crystal comes up? We'll see. We'll see on what side of that reality she ends up. But again, just to reiterate that last point, another connection between Kairi and Ava is the two of them are so greedy for their outcome, as benevolent as the outcome could be, are so greedy for their outcome that it often gets them into trouble. Riku driving his Keyblade car transformation. See, then I'm in. Then I'm in. If if Riku's car key Keyblade allows him to, like, boot up a like car in Quadratum, then I'm in. Then I'm sold. Riku's Keyblade armor will be a car form. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. Alrighty. Mary Scary says, Kyrie wants to set things right since she's the reason Sora disappeared and she feels that guilt, so she wants to help Riku where she can. Yeah, 100%. 100%. There's a little bit of a redemption arc hiding within Kyrie. Because again, that recklessness, I mean, look at her. She was so much fun to play as in this fight, by the way. She was so much fun to play as in this fight. Like, her moveset is so much fun, dude. So much fun. Warp strike and all. I have a feeling Riku will die at some point. I feel like that's what the character needs. I feel like that's what the character needs. Right? Because in Kingdom Hearts 1, Riku, in a sense, felt abandoned. You know what I mean? And I think to a great way to move that forward would be Kyrie and Sora working together to bring Riku back. The way Riku and Kyrie are working right now, exactly, that's all that's left. In Kingdom Hearts 1, Sora and Riku had to bring Kyrie back. Here, Riku and Kyrie working together to bring Sora back. I'd love to see an era where Sora and Kyrie have to work to bring Riku back. Oh, he's made so many sacrifices for us. He's always there for us. He's always trying to bring us back. I'd like to see that. Riku fulfilled his character arc, in my opinion. He did. And in my opinion, I think he has the strongest character arc. I love this, by the way. The two of them melt my heart. But anyway, yeah, Riku's arc is done. But that's why he needs a new one. He needs a new one. Ava wanted to save the world, even if it meant getting in trouble, like fighting with Lushu. Kyrie wants to be next to Sora and Riku so badly, even if it means she can't do anything. She just wants to be there. Exactly. That's her nature. That's the thing. Even though she's uh, more mature now and she was able to pull herself back and understand that wasn't the right thing to do, it's in her nature to want to just be there. Even in Kingdom Hearts 1, she wants Sora to take her with him and Sora. Says, you have to stay here. You'll kind of just get in the way. Exactly. Exactly. Yo, much love and major shout out to Iron Aggro, who again has raided us on Twitch. Bringing a party of seven. My man, what is going on? You found us at a good time. We are talking Kingdom Hearts. Kyrie fears being left behind and the fear of growing up. 100%. 100%. Swirl of silliness says, I'm watching a few minutes behind, but hey, love your discussions. Hey, I love having people like yourself here. They make discussions like this all the more worth it. In Cage they Remind, I ship Riku and Aqua, but then that would be weird because Aqua met Riku when he was a kid. Yeah. I think if there's a ship there, it's Aqua and Terra. If there's a ship there. Alrighty. Max says, I think Riku is either going to die in the beginning of KH4 in order to get to Sora, or Riku will sacrifice in the end during his and Sora's battle against the main enemy. Could be Master of Masters. Could be. Hmm. Could be. And you know what I would love about that? is Kyrie would have a level of guilt. 
That would give Kyrie a level of guilt. You know what I mean? Like, man, if only I had trained in time. If only I was strong enough in time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, tears would be shed. Tears would be shed. But then again, we still don't know where Ava is. And again, I think that's another connection you can make between the two. In the way... Hmm. Hmm, never mind. I thought I had something, but I don't. Back to the chat. Let's see. All right. Corcoran is Riku has despair about something, something he wants to tell Sora that he hasn't. He tells Antioquo about it. Oh, hi there, buddy. Okay, you want to hang out? It's up to you. All right, he just wanted to say hi. Just my dog, Kobe. Let's see. Both of them are afraid to let go and grow up alone. Oh. You want to hang out right here? Okay, buddy. Let's see. What if one of the darkness destroys Yuzora's world and the Master of Masters came to rescue him, told him to save Sora? You know, I think it's Lunar Lux who had the idea that Riku would be the one to tell them to save Sora. You want out, buddy? You want out? I'll let you out. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Hey, JK, what's going on, man? Thanks for dropping in here. But you know, wouldn't it be cool if we had a trio of Aqua, Kyrie, and Ava? Something about that I would really like. Something about that I would really like. Ah, Wendy from Neverland. Yeah, you could say Kyrie and Wendy have their parallels. But you know, I don't see a lot of fear in growing up from Ava. Maria says, I actually think Ava told Yuzora to save Sora. Ooh. That could be interesting to get into. Ooh. I forgot something. So this is why I let it linger. This is why I let it linger. Let's pull this up. Where is it? Where is it? So, you guys know how Ava is able to shapeshift, right? Ava can shapeshift. We saw that. So, I know this isn't in the same nature, that this is a dream sequence, and this is really her and Sora's connection, and Sora being able to be there for her. Ava can shapeshift? Yeah. In Union Cross, she's able to shapeshift. It's really wild. Look who joined us. <laughs> I will say no one can replace Leonard Nimoy, but uh, Christopher Lloyd does a really good job. 
And again, it's a different nature of shape-shifting, but it is, it is just another connection. It is an ability. I'd feel foolish for not bringing it up. All right, just she says, going off the whole Ava Naminé thing, I just remembered something. In Days, Vexen has a book called The Truth About Naminé. And in another part of Days, where Syx asks where Naminé is, Zigbar replies, where oh where could she be? Coincidence? Hmm. Okay. Okay. That maybe could that maybe could fly. Nominate can also shapeshift. She does. When does Nominate shapeshift? Help me out there, Diana. When does Nominate shapeshift? The immediate connect Riku has with everything and the lag connect with Sora is crazy. Nominate shapeshift and chain of memories. When talking to Riku, you're right. She can shapeshift by manipulating the memories. Yes, Kevin, yes. Oh. 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 That's interesting. Okay. Hey, look, that could be another connection too. Okay. Twilight Blaze, dude, what is going on? How are you, my man? Welcome to the chat. Okay. She shapeshifts before she offers player to join the dandelions. Yes, that's exactly the moment where Ava shapeshifts. So we have an example of Ava shapeshifting. Nominate shapeshifting and Kyrie shapeshifting. Now, Ava does it in base reality. Nominate does it by manipulating memory. And Kyrie does it in the dream sequence. Hmm. Doing pretty well, Lenny. How you been? We're doing good, man. We're having a good time today. Listen, nobody has more fun than those who hang out in the Landy Lodge. Zexion can shapeshift through illusions as well. Yeah, we did see that. We did see that. Oh, boy. All right. I'm trying to think up any more connections between Ava and Kairi. You know, I, I, this is like a third time I'm going to be like, I think I've said them all, but then another one pops up. Let's see what the chat's getting into. Darkness can shapeshift, dreams can shapeshift. That would explain why, again, Namine has those powers like you mentioned. Ava, I'm sure, has. Mm, we'll see. But it makes sense with the dreams. Hmm. Yes, okay. Huh. All right, two chats I definitely want to read. Maria says, okay, about Sora and Melody and memory, Sora was asleep for seven days, meaning he should have gone to reality, and there he connects with Kairi, so he appeared in her dreams. Mm-hmm. Darkness holds our dreams. Max, I like what Max says here. I think Ava and Lushu are sharing a bond and are planning a counterplan against the Master of Masters' plan. So, again, we don't know how that fight ended. We don't know how the fight between um, Ava and Lushu ended. Hmm. 
Ava is to be possessed by the darkness of avarice, which is greed, might have happened already. Yes. 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 All right, guys. I'm going to go to the bathroom and refill up these waters. Um, if you guys could draw up any other connections between Ava and Kyrie, and yes, we can throw Naminé into this as well, uh, let me know. I don't want to drag this on too long. I want to keep us as on topic as possible. So if you guys could think up any other possible connections, let me know. I'm going to go refill my waters, go to the little Kingdom Hearts room, the little door to darkness, and uh, yeah, we'll be right back. Alrighty, we are back. Thanks for bearing with me, guys. Well, I came in at a weird time. Hello, Hillary. <laughs> Little door to darkness. I'm glad you like that. Let's see. Now I want my bathroom to just have Destiny Islands playing constantly. It does make for a uh, nice, calm visit. Let's see. Doggo. Ventus is his own being. He's not sore 100%. Ava has also been to the Dream Realm, if I am remembering correctly. It's in the part in Key, when the player is asleep, and Ava says he's in the Unchained now. Yeah, she, she's actually proven she's not only aware of that kind of stuff, but has access. That is a damn cute dog. You guys want me to bring him in to say hi before the end of the podcast? We can let him say hi at the end. Mark Creation says, it's interesting to think about Ava possibly being the grandmother because that means that Scald would be the only candidate left for Subject X. Yes. 
if we were to swap those roles, it would honestly not make as much sense. Yeah, there's no way Scald is Ava's grandmother, because then that means the bloodlines of Kyrie and Xehanort are connected, and we already know that's not a thing. Everyone says yes? Okay, I'll go get him when we're, when we're wrapping up. I'll go get him. I'll go get him at the end. I even heard that Kyrie's grandmother was subject X, but that makes zero sense. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't vibe with me either. That doesn't vibe with me either. Didn't Ava rewrite the Dandelion's memories to get to the data world? Or were just the Chirithis? Ooh. I love the location where you walk, Kobe. Is that somewhere in Florida? Yes, it is. Yes, it is in the tropics. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right, Diana. Which would connect her to Naminé. I'm still waiting for Kingdom Hearts Missing Link. I don't think that will release this year. I think it will. I think Square Enix is waiting for Final Fantasy 16 to drop. That's the way this marketing stuff kind of works. I think they're going to wait for FF16 to drop and then just BAM! Slap it, you know what I mean? We will see. I actually have a thought that maybe Nameless Star might be Subject X. Hmm. Hmm. That could work. That could work. Yeah, I think I think it'll be more fun. I think Missing Link's going to be more fun. Just based on what we saw. I feel like Ava is more deceiving if she's indeed possessed by Ava Reese. Probably not the grandma then. Maybe. Maybe, because again, that's a large time gap, right? That's a huge gap of time between young Ava and being the grandma. So who knows what happened in between that? Maybe she found a way to get it out of her. But it is a good point. But Diana, that's a really good point you bring up. Doesn't Subject X have dark hair or black hair? Yes, but we don't know Ava's hair color just yet. That's the thing. We don't know her hair color yet. That's why I think it's possible she may be a blonde, which might explain Naminé. Might. All righty. But I'm interested. You know what? Let's, uh, I'm going to do a poll. I want to see what you guys think. Me Googling that avarice means greed. Yes. Yes, we did talk about that a little earlier. Hate I missed most of the stream. Excited to go back and watch the first part. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. We've had a good time here. Gregu says the grandmother tells a story from the perspective of someone present but not involved. And she also knows things like the light returning, which is sus. Exactly. Okay. My thoughts on the grandma is that she might be a princess of heart who passed her light to, on to Kyrie to protect her. That could be it. Okay. Okay. One second. Let's restore this over here. Hmm. All right, guys. I'm going to put this poll over on YouTube and Twitch. I think this could be cool. Is Kyrie's grandmother Ava? 
Curious what you all think. I just put that over on YouTube. Let's put this on Twitch. He's Kyrie's grandmother, Ava. Kobe seems to think so. Okay. Both polls have been launched. Let me see. Oh, did I did I do this wrong? Did I did I word this completely incorrectly? Is Kyrie's grandmother Ava? No, that's correct. Okay. Okay. Did I word it correctly on Twitch? Yes, I did. Okay, thank God. Thank goodness. I'm curious how that's going to come out. Right now, it's 50-50 split. 50-50 split. That's crazy. Diana says, get this. Old lady does the same Xehanort did to Terra. Puts her heart in Kyrie and her nobody nominee. Is a young girl the same way Xemnas was? That would be a little insane. But this is Kingdom Hearts after all. Okay, we're still 50-50 over on YouTube. Let's see how we're doing on Twitch. Right now, 100% say yes on Twitch. Tells me we probably have a lot of lurkers. Okay, we're at, wow. It's more even split than I thought it would be, which is good. Let's see. What about the possibility that Verdandi is subject X? Yeah, I guess we have to consider that people from the Dark Road era could also be subject X. Who knows? Sorry, Landy was just thinking out loud. No problem. Lurkers, welcome. Lurkers are always welcome. Not everyone needs to be a sicko in the chat. Love diverse thought in the community. Me too. That's a good, that's a good thing about Kingdom Hearts. It's not so obvious that we could all agree. It is a mystery. Alrighty. I still think Subject X could be a missing link character. Very possible. Very, very possible. Interesting. Sora9 says it may not be important, but I remember when you installed Unchained Key in the download screen, was Kyrie's grandmother telling what she told Kyrie in Birth by Sleep? Interesting. Interesting. Who knows? Who knows? I sure as hell don't. Alrighty. So it looks like this poll is going to close out 30 votes. 57% say yes. 43% say no. That's close. Does darkness change your hair color? Sometimes it looks that way. 
Eh, not darkness. I don't think so. Getting Norded will do it. Getting Norded will certainly do it. Alrighty. Let's see. Alright. We are an hour and a half in, just about. And I think... Let me see. Unless anyone's throwing something new in. All right. I think we're going to wrap it up here, guys. Hold on. Is it darkness that changes... You know, every time I think I'm going to wrap it up, somebody throws something interesting in the chat. Is it darkness that changes your eye and hair color? Or is it something or someone within the darkness? You know, it's... Xehanort for sure. Show doggy. You're right, you're right, you're right. I won't forget. Xehanort for sure. Um... Darkness itself, I don't think so. I would need more evidence. Okay. Okay. The thing about Ava is she can shapeshift, so a lot like Lushu, she could be anybody, for all we know. Yeah, she could be lurking. Lurk, fix your muted sections. Thank you, Corey. I got the notepad. You're the man. Okay. Everybody hang tight. We're going to close this out with the doggo. It changes Aqua's eyes and hair. Yes. Getting norted. Toby, you've been requested by me. Sickos and the normies want to see you. Come here, buddy. There you go. Don't be shy. Don't be camera shy. <laughs> Here. Let's... Uh. Come on, buddy. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Come on. Kobe. Come on, buddy. There you go. Say hello. Say hello. Hmm. Thank you. Okay. That's the doggo. That's the doggo. He's a little camera shy. He's a little camera shy. He's so nervous. He is. He is. But he's a good boy. Right, Kobe? You're a good boy. If my heart falls to darkness, you'll save me. You'll be good. Okay. Okay. All right. We're going to wrap it up here, everybody. <laughs> if you're hanging out on Twitch, we are going to raid Mass Floyd. So all aboard the raid train. I'm glad we got to bring Kobe here for the end here. Kobe, Kobe. Say goodbye to the folks. He's, he's literally turning his head away. No matter what way I spin. All right. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. This was a great episode. I'm going to hang out with this big boy right here. He seems to be a good boy. What do I mean he seems to be a good boy? He is a good boy. But anyway, thanks for hanging out, everybody. This was a great episode. Love hanging out with all of you. Got, lots of King Got a few Kingdom Hearts theories dropping soon. And we're going to stream Tears of the Kingdom day one. Friday, we're streaming Tears of the Kingdom, day one. Lot to look forward to. 
Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Love you, sickos and normies, and I love you, Kobe. Later. Peace.